What's up, guys? Icebox Podcast, episode 46. Back at it. We've got some new things on the agenda. Some 1986 Fleer, Matt, balling out, buying 86 Fleer sets. We've got to talk about that. Some experience grading a whole set. Pretty wild. Also, yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about the 52 Mantle. Kind of feel like we have to. Plus, I, I think it's a pretty interesting topic. It leads to a lot of cool places. But, yeah, Matt, how are we doing? Pretty good. Um, busy. Honestly, really busy with cards, which is kind really? of cool. Yeah, because, I I mean, I, I don't know. We both kind of talked about how we weren't doing it as much as we wanted to and stuff. And I don't know. Just actually got some time recently. So, I've been That's awesome. That. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Ben. I mean, honestly, this episode will, yeah, come out soon. So just getting hyped for college football. I'm so excited. I am. The countdown is on under seven days till Notre Dame, Ohio State. We're 17 yeah. and a half point dogs against Ohio State. But yeah, I'm I guess so excited. Probably, probably more of like a, I don't know, different feeling for you because like Michigan's playing Colorado State, which they're probably like, 45 point favorites or something but you notre dame's got you know top five yeah. match off right off the bat so that's yeah we got big business we've got a big job to take care of week one um yeah don't expect different. to win but i'm eager to watch and hoping for a competitive game yeah and you have you been watching um preseason at all preseason football you, yeah i watched some of the Steelers. Oh, Steelers Lions. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I watched most of it. Um, I really enjoy watching the Steelers right now just for the, the quarterback play. Mason Rudolph. I don't think Rudolph will be leading the sleigh. Uh I, I don't I feel pretty confident in that. He does not look good. Kenny Pickett. Uh so many people from here, big fans, people wear like Kenny Pickett jerseys, these jerseys say hail to Pickett because people say like hail to Pitt it is oh. like the phrase for Pitt. So they put these hail to Pickett shirts on. Yeah, I'm on the, the Pickett hype train, hail to Pickett. I'm I'm hoping that he keeps showing up, but I think it's Mitch Trubisky right now. He looks better yeah. getting the ball down the field. Mason Rudolph, I think I'm biased against as a lot of people in Pittsburgh are. Steelers are being weird, floating around trade rumors about Mason Rudolph. But apparently Mason Rudolph only gets paid $3 million a year. So they're saying they might not want to trade him because he's like dirt cheap. I don't know. Watching the game against the Lions is pretty interesting. I actually did not watch that game. Well, I watched the last like two minutes or whatever. What the heck is your, what the heck are you guys doing at quarterback? Is Was this Boyle? And they're like, they're like, we, th- they're like, well, Boyle really seems to have secured the second string job. And I was like, yeah, I mean, there's nobody competing with him for the second string job. So I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, it's pretty bad to be honest. I, I don't know. Honestly, though, I haven't really kept up with the Lions as much as I like probably should, I guess, like as a fan, like you think that I would just based on hard knocks and stuff. But I haven't even watched Hard Knocks. I have never watched a single Hard Knocks. I don't know if that makes me a fraud. But what? 
would you watch it if it was the Steelers? I don't even know or, what channel it's on or where I could watch it, but I would. It sounds kind of interesting. It's uh it's HBO. Oh, okay. Well, I don't have HBO, so that's a fun fundamental problem. I don't either, and I'm not gonna buy it to watch hard knocks. No, oh, I feel like we had this discussion once about the Tom Brady documentary where it was like five dollars, and you're like, nah, no way I'm paying five dollars <laughs> to watch this Tom Brady documentary. And I feel like that's the vibe with the hard knocks. Yeah, it's not worth it to me, but Your I can point, see why would. you guys tried to kill TJ Watt. He got like sort of hurt, <laughs> but apparently it was like an injury that if it was a regular season game, he would have returned. But like TJ Hawkinson, like hit him low, like a couple times on like blocks. And then he was not pleased. And then he TJ Hawkinson tried to apologize and TJ Watt was not uh, having the apologies. I actually did see that after the game on like Twitter or something. And it was somebody saying like, why are defensive players not protected? And, and well, because they just like go for your legs. Yeah, and- that was pretty dirty. Not going to lie. I mean, it's a preseason game. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, they were saying the announcers were saying, you know, that in the defense of like TJ Harkinson, you know, in the lines, that's the play that was called. And, you know, it's his job to go out there and run the play that was called, you know. But it is a little little rough to be doing in the preseason. But I'm just glad the Steelers made out unscathed. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like uh, if you can escape a preseason game, especially like the last ones where, you know, stars like TJ Watt and stuff like that Mm -hmm. are play if you can escape that game with no injuries that's like a win in and of itself oh yeah apparently this is maybe we're we'll we'll have to watch the time here because we're still on free zoom uh have even though i said i was going to address that problem i haven't yet because i'm a lazy bum but (laughs) apparently the injury that chet holmgren had the one that was the torn oh nuts what's it called it's the foot ligament it's Liz Frank. Yeah. It holds, I think it's the, it connects either the big toe to the second biggest toe or the big toe to your foot or something like that. And like he had it like to have it surgery on it. And it was like a season ending surgery on this foot ligament. Apparently, Donji Harris had sprained this foot ligament in preseason and apparently divulged to announcers last week that he felt rusty in the game against the Lions. Because he had had this sprained foot ligament. And I was like, fair. Tough. Like, if he goes down, it's terrible. The O-line is so bad. That would be bad. Dang. Speaking of, we didn't even really have this on the agenda, but I, I did want to talk about this. Do you think uh, chat is something that you'd be interested in buying? Not really, no. Really? Not, I'm not I'm, like at all. I'm intrigued. Not not right now, obviously, but like halfway through the NBA season, everyone like kind of forgets about him. Prism like comes out and then like settles down a little bit. Everyone's like, oh, forget chat and stuff, you know. Maybe like during the next offseason or something. I don't know. Kind of appeals to me. I guess. I mean, it's kind of what I wanted to do with good old Chuma Okiki. Back in the day, if oh, people man. remember Chuma, he was like a top 
like a lottery, a late lottery pick or something. He was out for like the whole season. I feel like the strategy with Chuma Okiki worked, uh, even though he did not do anything when he came back. Yeah. I, don't I know. feel like it's probably viable. I just have no interest in anyone uh, of that build. So. Honestly, I feel like that's part of the reason I want to buy him. Oh, my. Oh, you should go buy the Pokashevskis. You can go buy all those, too, man. Well, like, not, not like, not because of his build, like, as in, like, that makes him a better investment to me. But honestly, <laughs> I just want him to do well really badly. Like, I'm a Chet fan. Like, I just like I know dude. you are. And so, like, because I want him to do good, it, like, makes me want to also root for him because I have money into his cards, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, no. I know what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean. I don't know. Just interesting. Definitely interesting. I guess the the goal is like a Porzingis in his prime years. Yeah, or I mean, I don't know. Like, I watched him in high school a decent amount and in college a decent amount too. And he can actually, you know, kind of shoot the ball. He seems pretty athletic. He really had no injury history until that that play happened. The foot. So, yeah, it's not like. It's really ever happened before and i don't know how accurate this is but i've seen a couple things where it's like that would have happened to anybody like oh i think it's just unlucky right it's not because of his build that that injury happened or because he's so skinny and oh like, it's definitely right. not that it's just like yeah. a weird injury exactly yeah like that's what makes me intrigued too is it's not because of his build that it happened no, it's because of his build that he's going to get mowed down. Yeah. But man could not take a screen. Imagine him taking a screen. I know he got hurt on a play guarding LeBron, but imagine him taking, like, setting a screen or setting, like, a screen and, like, just getting bowled over by, like, LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Or trying to take a charge, like, right in the paint. LeBron, full head of steam coming down. He's going to take a charge. And just gets mowed down. He would be out for the count. Yeah, there's no way Chet is taking any charges. That's for sure. He's too he's too scrawny for that life. He, I'm sure he has the green light to step out of the way. Yeah, they they're like we we can let those go. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to die. Right. Do you want to talk about the mantle at all? Yeah, let's let's talk about the mantle. If I mean, I'd assume if you're listening to this, you would know. But if you don't, I mean, I've seen it on Instagram like 50 plus times now. So Same. But if, you, if you're listening and you don't know, 1952 Mantle, uh, SGC 9.5 auction for 12.6 million, I believe. Um, yeah, it's nuts. Was that a heritage? Heritage auctions. Yeah, it was a heritage and a heritage auction. So. That's the record for like pretty much everything. It's like the record for a card, record for like any piece of sports related memorabilia or something. Yeah. Like that. Um, you know, first card over ten million. I mean, it's set just every record you could pretty much set for sports cards. So it's wild. Uh, what do you What do you think? Uh, I mean, I guess first, what do you think that does to like the lower grades? Do you think that really bumps them up or not really? I think in the short term it does, but I wouldn't be a buyer. I think that, and I saw someone post, this is kind of 
uh, someone, I don't, I wish I could give the credit, but I don't know who it was. So someone posted on their story and I don't fully agree with it, but they said 1952, Mike, uh, 1952 Mickey Mantle heritage has seven fifty-two mantles in their next auction. They said, here we go again, 86 Fleer Jordan. But I don't think it's the same as the 86 Fleer Jordan because the 86 Fleer Jordan at 700K is a situation where the Jordan 10 is not a good buy and all the subsequent lower grades are also not a good buy. I think maybe the mantles get to a point where the low grades are not a buy, especially I think the real low grades. I think those, honestly, and I rarely have this opinion, I think the lowest grades could potentially be the absolute worst money spent because I think people just might reach for just like a piece of it in the wake yeah. of this sale. But I think that the low grades, if there's any sort of upward price movement here, I don't, I'm never a huge buyer. Really try to stay away from stuff like that. This reactionary, this whoa, big sale, whoa, this set is suddenly more important than it used to be. I don't buy into that really. I think it all evens out. It's an important set. Prices are high because of it. I don't think the set became more important because this mantle sold for that. Because if you asked anyone who was in cards and said a 9-5 mantle walks up to an auction house, what's it go for? They would have said $10 million plus. It's not like a shocking sale. Yeah. That yeah. said, that said, I think the money on the 9-5 was good money. Uh, and I don't think that's bad money at the top end. I think that unlike the Jordan, the money at the top end is probably good. And I think it's probably a good buy. Yeah, I actually, I 100% agree with that. Yeah, I, I think we're into like the mantle. The more time that passes, I feel like mantle gets older and older, fades out of the memory of people that are alive uh, or, rel- or younger and alive, you know, because 52, that's 70 years ago. I mean, there's still plenty of people alive, lots and lots of them, but they're they're older. They're getting older. He's approaching more of the mythical. Uh, yeah. And I don't know if this is just because his prices are high. You think of like the mythical baseball players almost. Like you think of like Hannes Wagner. You think of like Babe Ruth. And I think you think of Mickey Mantle. But like yeah. Hank Aaron and Willie Mays. Willie Mays. I think a lot of people would say he was a better player than Mickey Mantle, had a better career than Mickey Mantle. I don't think he people think of him that same way. I think there's a lot of people that think Willie Mays is the best uh, baseball player of all time. I think, yeah, because he could field. Yeah. I mean, not that Mickey Mantle couldn't need longevity. Mickey Mantle did not have longevity. Uh, but because Mickey Mantle had a lot of years late in his career, he was hurt. He had like leg injuries or something like that. Yeah. But he was a out, you know, big late night type of guy. Wasn't exactly on the LeBron and Tom Brady uh, body health protection program. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's a wild sale. I, I'm very interested. I heard I've seen a lot of people saying vintage prices are going to be going up. I don't think it's going to happen, but at least not it, from now to six months from now. No way. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't have too much to add to that. I honestly agree, like completely. I, I just, yeah, like owning even a PSA one mantle does not. Not, I mean, not that I could afford it anyways, but 
even if I could, like, it really doesn't appeal to me. Like, at it appeals to me. I'm not gonna lie. It definitely appeals to me. Well, I, I guess I'm more talking about like at the reactionary prices. Like, I don't know if I, like, if I had the money, I I just wouldn't want to like go out and get one right now. Like, no. I would. Like, I def- would no. I mean, honestly, if I had the money, I probably would have bought one already and have one. Maybe. But I mean, I don't know. Like. I, I agree with what you said. Like I try to stay away from the like reactionary sales where it's like, Oh, this 10 did this, or this nine did this. I better go buy a lower grade copy because I feel like that's what every single person thinks when they see that sale is, Oh, I got to buy a one. And you, you know what else is interesting too is I've seen more mantles for sale in yeah. the last like 12 hours than I've probably ever seen before. I mean, I saw people posting like three or four of them and they're like, for sale, competitive pricing, like whatever. And they're just looking to sell them. And I mean, the same as happens with modern guys. You just have the supply run right after a big sale like this. And people think it doesn't happen. People are like, well, surely the, no, the prices wouldn't like shoot up on these lower ones. People know better than to buy into like all this hype, but they don't. It's not, it's everyone explains to themselves well, maybe this is different from all those other scenarios where it wasn't a good idea. This one's different. This is a 52 mantle. It's 52 yeah. tops. It's Mickey Mantle. It's different than all those other ones. But in reality, I don't think it overly is. And people buy hype up on this stuff just like they buy up Kellen Mond after a good week. You know, yeah, it's, it's, it all comes together. It's, it's not all as different as I think people make it out to be sometimes. Yeah, I do. In fairness to, and you kind of touched on this a little bit, in fairness to like the Mickey Mantle card, I think it's way different than what we saw happen with 86 Flare Jordans because they're just remarkably different. Yeah, there's just so many of those Jordans. Like I've seen, I mean, outside of like the National, right, where there's a ton of mantles. Like I saw the 9.5 Mantle at the National. That's sweet. so, like, outside of the National, I mean, I've probably never seen a mantle outside of the National. And outside of the National, you know how many Jordans I've seen? So, so many. many. I mean, I've owned, like, four or five, probably. Yeah. Like, you, it's not a hard card to come by at all. Whereas, like, even the mantle in a PSA 1 is a very tough card to come by. Like, I, yeah, you don't. Probably, like, 100 of them, 200 max. Yeah, I wonder what the pop is. I think you're probably looking at a pop of 100 in every grade 1 through 6, is my guess. 1 to 150 every grade 1 through 6, is my guess. But the the 52 Mantle has appeal to me. Like, someday I wouldn't mind having one. Not, I don't know. It's really cool. I think I'd rather have the Jackie Robinson again. I still want that back. But to me, this sale was like, cool, I need to wait at least six months to buy the Jackie Robinson, you know, to like go back and get one. Yeah. I'm waiting on that. I'm waiting on the day that I can get a two a two to three that looks really good. I'm waiting on the day. And I'll be excited to make the buy. Yeah. But that would be... it, it's just not right now, right? To me, it's even like, 
it's not the 52 mantle, but it's 52 tops. And I don't want to buy any 52 tops right now. That's just always going to be there. It's always going to be there. It's always going to be popular. I'm not buying it to get rid of it in like two seconds. I want to buy the whole reason now is like I had one copy. I enjoyed it, moved on because it wasn't as nice as the one that I hoped to someday have to hold for a long time. Yeah. And I'm just like staying away from 52 tops right now, but I'm going to come back six months. You know, to me, it's like a little wake up signal. It's like pay attention. And then six months from now, write it down a planner, six months to it, come back to it. I've done that before. Set an alert on your phone and it's like, yeah, or like look up 52 tops or something. But I I do it too. um, There's 700 uh, copies of the mantle from PSA one to three. Okay, so like 200 a grade. So yeah, about, yep, about 200 a grade. I've uh, seen three or four. I saw three or four mantles maybe at the Pittsburgh show. Yeah, that was a pretty... Uh, <laughs> that show seems nuts for vintage, by the way that... There's like nothing there. It's in like... I've talked about it way too much on this pod because like it's one of the only... That and Shipsy are like the only shows I've been to. But yeah, the fact that there were that many mantles just lurking around this random show that was like untraveled to by any IG bros is uh, wild. Were they all ones? I think there was a two or a three, but there were definitely a couple ones. I think it was like two ones and maybe a two or a three. I think there may have been an authentic also. I think it was like an authentic one or two ones and then a two or a three. That's so nuts. Yeah, it was wild. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome to see all those. It's really cool. I guess if you want, do you want to, speaking of, so we talked about how 86 Fleer is a little different. But yeah. nonetheless, that hasn't stopped you from making some plays on some 86 Fleer sets. How did you buy, by the way, how does one find a 86? Is it a dude with like a, a cardboard box? And he's like, oh, this is my 86 Fleer set. Or like, what is it? Um, well, this guy definitely knew what he was doing that I bought it from. He actually had three sets. Um, My gosh. But he only had one Jordan. The other, so the other two sets were missing the Jordan. That's it. But they were complete otherwise. Is the Jordan slabbed or is it a raw Jordan? It's slabbed. He, he actually offered it to me raw. Um, but then he... He offered it to me raw, but he wanted a ton for it because he's like, oh, this is going to get a really high grade. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, it's like, I don't really want to pay for a raw card just because it's going to get a really high grade. Um, yeah, I'd like to see it in the slab and then pay for it. Yeah, so that's what I did. And it ended up getting a four. <laughs> it didn't get the high grade. And then I just bought it. So, but yeah, the set was super cool to buy. I mean, it's so nice. It's awesome. It, the cards look so nice. I'm so happy with it. I'll be happier with it if I get, you know, a couple nice grades back from PSA like six months down the line. But, I mean, for now, I'm pretty happy with it. I'll sell the Jordan. Um, but, yeah, I got the one back from PSA. What kind of the- level you sub this thing at? Like 20 bucks a card, like value? No, it was like 9 bucks a card. I subbed it forever ago. Like this was oh. like – no, this, yeah, this was like a year turnaround, probably. 
Honestly, oh my gosh, you got all those in at nine a card. Yeah, this was like this was a long turnaround. Like this was probably at least a year. Wow. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Pull the 10 on apparently one of the like five hardest cards to grade. Um, that's nuts. So yeah, that was pretty cool as well. And honestly, learning having that set is honestly really fun just like trying to sell it um because you learn so much about the set yeah like what sure. cards are like tough grades like when i got a 10 on elvin adams i was like sweet cool to have a 10 i know 86 flare tens are sought after mm-hmm. so i was like well that's cool i was like that'll probably get me a good start to making my money back and then hopefully some profit you know but then to hear the number of what i could get for that card i was like man this uh, it almost paid for everything. It's a jackpot. Yeah, and it was also really cool because the guy I sold it to, you know, I'm I'm sure like you had this too, where it's like, if you can sell stuff to like a PC guy, mm-hmm. kind of cool. And this guy had two complete PSA eight sets minus one card, and the one card that he needed, I got back from PSA as an eight. Wow. So, was it like valuable or was it not valuable? It was worth like 40 bucks. And I pretty I pretty much just gave it to him for free since he bought the 10 from me. Oh, he bought the big 10? Yeah. So what he was doing is he said, I need that eight to complete my eight sets. And then he was going to sell both of his eight sets. And right now he's building the complete set in all tens. Oh my gosh. And he's going to give it to his kid. Yeah, that set in a 10 is absurd. Yeah, he's building the whole set in all PSA 10 copies. That's an extremely expensive endeavor. Also, it's going to take him a long time. Yeah, crazy expensive. I should probably ask him if he has the Jordan. I'd be curious. I mean, that's the big hurdle. But like, even the other ones add up. That stupid Johnny Moore is a couple, 10, couple. I don't know, 10, 20, 30, maybe. Yeah. That Could be Moore. more. I don't remember. Yeah. And I mean, even, you know, like Barkley is a rookie. That's going to go for a good amount. Isaiah Thomas is a rookie. That's going to go for a good amount. And then like your stars, like, you know, Ewing, Magic, all those guys. Yeah. Irving, Larry Bird, Akeem Olajuwon. Yeah. I would love to just look at a PSA 10 set. Just to go through it would be insane. I can't. That would be pretty that. cool. Wow. Yeah. So how are you subbing your new set? Are you subbing every card? Um, I don't think I'll sub every card. Um, that's probably going to be like a project, but I'm going to wait until PSA redrops to twenty dollars. Yeah. Which, according to people, is like we're not. According to like the graders I've talked to, we're not like far away from that. We're like a month away from that, probably. Dang. Well, that'd be huge. That would for yeah. if you're gonna sub that many cards, that makes an astronomical difference to get it in at 20 bucks. Right. Instead of 30, because that's the cheapest right now. I mean, we're talking tons of money. Right. Hundreds yeah. and hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I mean 130 cards. So it'd be it'd save me about you know thirteen hundred dollars. Jeez. So, yeah, definitely going to wait for, like, 
$18 to 21 to open up whatever, mm-hmm. you know, suburbs are charging. But I think that'll be kind of fun. You know, that get- honestly sounds extremely yeah. fun. I'm a little bit jealous. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely a lot of work. Definitely got to put a lot of work into it because mm-hmm. I don't want to grade, you know, there's a card in that set that's going to come back a seven and it's only worth, you know, 15 bucks. Like, yeah, I don't want to spend $20 to grade it. So definitely going to yeah. be a lot of like looking up comps and like judging condition. And um, also I got a sleeve and top load them all because I just got them in a binder. So, Oh, okay. I got to, got to do all that, which that'll be very time consuming. Cause obviously I will be very, very careful. Cut the sleeves pro tip people out there. I probably said it. You got to cut the sleeves. I hope you're a sleeve cutter, Matt. Not one of those people who just puts the card in the sleeve and like doesn't cut it. And like you could just smoke a corner on a failed attempt. And yeah. even people who are good can like I still smoke corners if I don't cut sleeves. Right. I, I honestly what I'm almost tempted to do. Is just like send the binder to a grader and be like, hey, I'll pay you for top loaders. Just do it you know are you scared to put them in the penny sleeves well because my logic is they're gonna take them out and clean them anyways for I me mean, so i, mean, I might I guess well, i might as well just skip that step but yeah maybe that's a little bit lazy of me but i mean it does seem a little lazy i'm not gonna lie but <laughs> it also seems like i would hate to mail a binder but Support your local suburbs. That's probably what I'll be doing on that one. Yeah, you will. You'll be the one guy who pays for the top loader fees in the suburbs. You'll be their best friend. Yeah, I'll probably I'll send it. I mean, I'll send it to TNT too. You you've subbed with them before. They're local, yeah, they're good. So I'll probably just drop it off if they're willing to do that. That's easy route. But yeah, we'll see, man. I if I can get a couple tens or just one ten, it, just one ten is like would take care of it pretty much because the cheapest 10 is still like $1,500. Dang. And like that would take care of a lot, a good amount of my grading cost at least and stuff. So that'd be, wow. nice. that would be pretty big. 110. I'll hold out hope for you in 110. <laughs> yeah. Just one. You know, speaking of since last time, I did find a guy on IG random before we close here. We're running out of time again. Guy. I found a guy who was buying one to five dollar cards and buys a ton of them on CM- COMC and sells them. And I was like, I may have some. He's like, well, hit me up if you have cards in that price range. I will buy a lot of them. So I may have a way to dispose of some of my bulk stuff that I don't need. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. Then you can I'm buy like a big PC card or something with a nice Crosby auto or something. Yeah, I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Yeah. Anyways, random fact had to share. Update. Yeah, you, going you'll have back to update. The spot. I have to update the pod on what happens to that. It might be like an October type of activity. Yeah. But nonetheless, it's definitely on my mind. Yeah. So for the listeners, stay tuned for that. Big. Cons- this is like a big consolidation. Like this isn't. I'm selling three cards to get into one. Well, this is a legit. Yeah. I mean, we're really trading up here. Yeah, so stay tuned for that. <laughs> Clickbait card video title. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we'll wrap it up here. We got less than a minute left. Thanks for listening. Um, 
we'll be back next week. Hopefully, you know, card show updates and yeah, we'll, we'll probably have a lot. So we'll see you then.